to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit your job, that J-O-B, that nine to five, just over broke job by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, I am super excited about today's show where I bring on one of my students, and he is fantastic. After just a few months, he already has three rental properties. He has one single family home and a duplex, so three different units, and he is doing fantastic. He's crushing it. He's now getting people to invest with him. He's done so many great things in the business. He's doing so well. Now, I want you, just like him, to start investing in real estate. Text the word rental to 33777. Text that word rental to 33777. I will give you my free real estate investing course. Well, I will walk you through how to build a business, how to scale the business, how to find properties, how to analyze the numbers, how to get funding for those properties, and all that stuff. I'm going to get it to you absolutely for free. Text the word rental to 33777. Now let's jump into today's episode where I am interviewing Charles Rose. He's a fantastic author. He is also, you're going to hear a story. He is from the Bahamas, living in America, now an American, and he came here on a one-way ticket because he says, I'm going to make it or I'm going to die trying, basically. Charles is fantastic. I am so excited to have you guys listen to this episode and listen to him, how a normal person just like Charles is here investing in real estate, changing his life for good. All right, let's get into the show. Charles, you've been working so hard. You have properties now. How are you doing, man? Thank you so much for being on the show. Man, I am just doing awesome, man. It is so exciting going through this journey with you. And um, I'm just excited, man. I remember when we first got started, um, it was probably about eight months ago, we first got started uh, coaching and getting you started. And you were... I wouldn't say necessarily like completely new to everything because you had a good, a decent amount of knowledge, but you had so many great questions, so many like things like, hey, what about this or what about that? And we worked through all those and talk to us a little bit before you started investing. Like what what do you do now? What do, what's your normal day job? And and from there, how did you get into real estate investing? Yep, that's so that's a great question. So my right my normal daytime job, I work as a project engineer over a um, highway construction project in in South Carolina, and I've I've always wanted to do real estate investing, and I um, just never started, never took the action. And so earlier of uh, earlier in last year, twenty nineteen. I uh, read T. Harv Eker's book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And um, one of the things I got out of it is to um, take action right away. And he mentioned in the book, he always tell people, you know, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. And so I told myself, it, it's time for me to buy real estate and, and, start, and, and wait. And so I looked online. And I was actually looking for an Airbnb course. A friend of mine was talking about an Air Master Airbnb course. Couldn't find it, but then I found Master Passive Income, which is which wasn't what I was looking for at the time. Looking for the Airbnb course, but I kept on reading reading all of your articles 
um, listening to your podcast and I got all sucked right in. And so I was like, it's, it's time to invest in real estate. And so I read your books and then um, jumped on the, on the phone call with you. And, and um, ever since, um, never regretted that to this day. Man, I, I love that. And, you know, finding me in an offhand way and then, you know, getting into it and then listening to the podcast. And now I'm interviewing you and you're on the podcast and sharing your story to everybody. I just, I'm super, super excited. This is the reason why I do Master Passive Income is because of how much fun it is for me to see people like you just get their lives changed and get their first property, second, third property. And I've had students that actually have quit their job. And it's just amazing seeing that whole process. Now, before we get into, because I definitely want to get into, you can, now you have three units now. I want to talk about those. But before we do that, I want to know, what are your goals? What would you like to see in investing in, let's say, five or seven or eight, 10 years from now? Yeah, so um, definitely... I will, I, I definitely like to be, uh, my goal is to be financially free and uh, where I don't need my J-O-B. And, um, you know, if I decide to um, work my job uh, within five to 10 years, it's because I want to, not because I have to. And so my goal is to be financially free. So, um, so we can just, you know, for to just do whatever my wife and I want, you know, travel the world um, so we can be able to take care of our future kids. Uh, she finishes college next year. So we're thinking about kids. And so I just uh, my goal is just to have the freedom, the freedom of my time and the freedom to do whatever we want to do and whatever we feel God has called us to do. Yeah, Amen to that. And I remember last year I was driving through um, all over the East Coast for four weeks, and we were trying to connect. And it was just, you know, you, you had your your day job, and as we were driving through, we were trying to connect. It, we didn't connect, but eventually we will, and I, I know we will. And now there was one thing when you mentioned your wife. I loved a picture. So you're in when you became a, a coaching student. When you get enrolled in the Ultimate Real Estate Investing System, you get put into the student community. That's just for people who are a part of. It's not the free community. This is whoever is a part of the coaching and the Ultimate Real Estate Investing System. And you put a picture of you and your wife signing papers, and you show the property, and you show, hey, this is what's going on. Talk to us about that first deal, getting that first deal. Actually, no, let's pause that because I definitely want to talk about that. Talk to us about when you first started working with me and the types of questions you have, not necessarily what the questions were, but like going from not knowing much to then buying your first property. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so I signed up um, with, um, with you in, a, in, in about May last year and didn't know a lot about real estate. All I knew was um, what I learned um, from um, from your free course and your books, which was a lot of knowledge. But you know, reading something and actually applying that knowledge is two different things. So, um, so, so I, I was just completely fresh at it, and I took your advice and went straight into the course and watched all of the videos, just you know, seeping all of that knowledge in like a sponge. And, um, and of course I had qu some questions along the way and, um, and, and so I, I, I got excited and, and found a place to, to, to invest, which was Columbia, South Carolina. And I'm like, I'm like, man, this is awesome. Like all of these properties, great price, uh, great rental income. 
And and so I was, you know, just getting ready to start applying everything I, I learned through the ultimate real estate investment system and, and your coaching. And so I went to the RIA meetings, uh, one of the real estate investment association meet, meetings in Charlotte. And uh, one of the investors from Columbia, South Carolina was like, you know, be careful in Columbia, South Carolina or South Carolina, because you have to pay uh, an extra tax um, if um, it's not your primary residence, which would put me in that category as a landlord. And so and I was like, man, this is crazy. And I was just I was just I was going to ignore it. But I was like, let me just email Dustin about this. <laughs> so I emailed Dustin and told him um you know what i found out about this extra tax and so then and, and dustin was like you know i never heard of it but you better look into it and call the county assessor and so I, sure enough i did that and there was an extra tax which um i, I was looking at almost probably about 20 or 30 properties and that narrowed that list down to like three properties um and um, put offers on them didn't get it and um, so I, st I stuck in Columbia, South Carolina, just to just to see um, if I can find a property. Kept on searching and searching, and you know, would find every time I find a good deal, run it through my property manager, through Dustin, and put an offer. Got a lot of offers rejected, and um, I went through this for a couple of months, um, and um, it was it was getting a little bit frustrating. But um, D Dustin was there all along, just to encourage me and. And tell me, keep on searching, be patient. <laughs> I can't tell you how much enough I heard, be patient. <laughs> and so um, I finally, I got a, um, I got a deal. Let's pause on that because there's a couple things that you said in there I definitely want to touch on. So we'll go into the deal in just a minute. Um, in looking at something like investing in a brand new area or even a city that we've never been to or a state we've never been into, that's something that we don't know everything about that market, even if we tried to do research online or anything like that, or go to forums and look it up, we have no clue unless we have people there that are actually going to be telling us X, Y, or Z, or, you know, at, knowing which questions to ask. I always talk about at, talking to realtors about extra taxes that you could encounter because I literally fell in that trap at Houston. I fell in that trap where there was a county tax and I didn't know that there was a city tax that played for the schools. It was twice as much as the county tax and I got stuck with that. So what you did was you were saying, you know what, let me, let me learn a little bit more, which is great. And then somebody who's actually there gave you some insights, said, watch out for this. And then you dug in deeper. That's what we got to do is when we are investing out of our area, we need to rely on other people and constantly be asking questions. I'd be asking like, what am I missing? What, what, what other taxes could I run into? Are there any fees? Like, is there a rental property like uh, assessment that they that the city comes out and they, they inspect the property, but they want to charge us monthly or yearly or whatever it might be. We need to have people on, that are working in the ground. And that's what I always talk about is building that business first, where you build the business, you have other people in the business working. They're the experts in that area. You're not, you allow them to be the experts and you just make sure you ask the right questions. So that's, that's number one. The second one is you were so patient. Well, we worked out being patient in finding that property, but you were diligent. You were so diligent looking after property after property. And I did remember that little time there was a little bit, you got a little frustrated, but Hey, that's just what comes with, you know, the economy and with the markets. But what was great was all that work that you put in looking at every single property in the area as soon as one came up that was 
the right property, the right price, or obviously we negotiate, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, you knew this was going to be a good property because you knew all the other properties in the area. You're like, man, this is the great one. Let's jump on it. So I love the fact that you were so diligent because there are some investors that would be like, you know what, this is just taking too long. Let me move on to something else. Like a whole, let me invest in stocks or something. No, if you're diligent, you put in the time, eventually it's going to be so easy. Now, uh, I'll fast forward really quickly. Now you have three units. Like you have three, you have two properties, you have one duplex and one single family home, and you're obviously going to keep moving on. But within like span of two months or three months, you just, you keep going. So now let's go back to, you were talking about uh, putting an offer on this first property that you were buying. And I, like I said, I had, if you're inside the student community, actually, it's also inside of the um, uh, Facebook community for everybody, the free one, where you and your wife are signing pictures. It's, it's just, I love seeing it, or sorry, signing the uh, documents. It's a picture of you guys doing that. So talk to us about finding that property and then the process of acquiring that property. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, um, so I actually switched uh, markets from Columbia, South Carolina to um, Memphis, Tennessee, which is a great market. Memphis is so hot right now. Um, and, um, I, and I talked to Dustin about that first before switching just to make sure I was making the right choice. And um, I'm, my eyes are still open in Columbia, South Carolina. And um, so I remember it was um, November of 2019, uh, my wife and I were on our, um, our anniversary trip in New York. And, and um, that's when we found a property. So I was like in the airport and just, you know, <laughs> looking on Zillow and, and all these different um, emails from uh, wholesalers and, and everything and um, found a property, ran it through my property man manager, ran it through Dustin and um, um, finally, we were able to negotiate um, the price down and get it on the contract. And um, over the um, uh, my on my anniversary trip, which was also Thanksgiving week, so while other people were you know stuffing themselves with turkey and ham and everything, I was looking for properties and 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 found the duplex, and um, it was just so amazing. Um, because not only did we get to find a good property in a good area, we were able to bring the price down. And, you know, uh, Dustin showed me um, some some strategies and questions and things I needed to do um, in order to get the price down. Not so much beating up the, per the, the owner, but, you know, to get a, a good deal, a good deal that's good for them and good for me. And and we were able to get an amazing deal on my first property. So that that was just so exciting. You talked about us signing the papers together. It was a very exciting moment for us. And when you were negotiating that, you know, it, it's interesting seeing how um, we see somebody putting out an asking price for a property. And us as investors, we always look for deals. We try to get deals. We try to make money and save money both different ways. And I love talking with you because just about every single property you bring to me and say, Hey, what if I'm thinking about asking or offering this price? This is how much, let's just give you random examples. These are literally random. Like they're asking $78,000. Charles, you come to me, Hey, Dustin, I think about offering like 72 or 71. Like I'm trying to get them low. I'd say, no, I'm, I'd offer like 67, like the offer even <laughs> lower because you want to eventually get to 72. That's the top that you want to get to. But here's the thing. We don't, we have no clue where, what the position is with the seller. The seller may literally just want to get rid of the property. They owe nothing on it. They'd be happy to take 60 for it. We don't know. 
We don't know until we ask. And what was great is as we were working and negotiating through that process, and that's something I love to do with my coaching students is, hey, let's work on negotiating those deals. Because as we negotiate those deals, every single time we ask a question, more than likely, we're going to be saving money and not paying more. So I remember we got, I think, three to $4,000 off of the, the asking price, which was great. And it was still a great deal then. Now, as we're, there was a little, not trouble, but there were some things that came up in the inspection. Because remember, we set up a business. We get, um, we get property managers, we get realtors, wholesalers, inspectors, contractors, roofers. We get so many people working for us so that when we do get a property, we can have them, you know, release them, say, hey, go, go check out these properties. Now, there were some things that came on in this property that were in the inspection that were like, okay, or you were a little concerned with. Talk to us about that process and then share with them how you were able to save even more money on the price. Yes. So, um, so after we got the price down already from the, um, listed price, um, the, um, turned out that the roof, um, needed some work. Um, it, it, it could still last, um, for, for, for some more years, but we, but we definitely, um, that's a concern for me because we definitely want a, a roof that lasts. And I brought it to Dustin's attention. And, um, so, um, so Dustin, you know, helped me to come down some more. And it felt, I'll be honest, just being my first property, it felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> and Dustin told me when 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 you get uncomfortable, that's when you know that you're at the right place. <laughs> and so we got them to knock the price down some more, a couple more thousands. And um, and you know, sure enough, um, the owner said or the seller said yes. Um, I think the seller was very motivated to get the property sold before the end of the year. And so that's one of the things, um, uh, I believe that's one of the reasons why we were able to, to come down even more on the price. And um, I, just, I was so surprised that the teller said yes, because he was already giving me such a good deal. And um, man, it was just awesome just, just getting that yes. And December 31st was when you were signing the papers, getting the recorded, the deed recorded and everything. And I remember that process. You were telling me, well, this roof, I'm really concerned about the roof because it, it might have, it's the inspection said three to five years. Well, that's a concern because that's going to be $4,000 in three to five years. And I'm like, well, shoot, just ask the seller to pay for at least some of it or I can't, I, and I remember this specifically, I wrote out what I would say, and you said you literally copied and pasted that in the email. It's like, perfect. That's absolutely what you want to do because it yes. gets your emotions out, like your, your nervousness, like just, 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 Hey, put it on me. Let me take yeah. care of that. But, um, what was great was, um, I think it, it was almost something like have them pay for all of it. But if they don't just say, Hey, how about you just cover half or something like that? And they came in like $3,000, half. They said, yes, we'll, we'll credit you on the sale of the price. So I think in the negotiating of buying the property, you were three or $4,000 down. So we worked out three or $4,000 down. And on top of that, you got another $3,000 off on a roof that you will need to replace maybe in five years. So you got like, you know, five, six, $7,000 in savings just by working that out and negotiating. That's the great thing is we have no clue where that seller is. They may literally need to sell it and they'd be happy to make $20,000 on it and they only owe 20. And so anything above 40,000, they're happy. So Awesome. Now, now, now that you have that property, you have that in your, in, you did have a little bit of not say issues, but like you had some things with the property manager and that was something that you were thinking, let's go ahead and jump 
not necessarily move to another property manager, but you were concerned. Talk to us a little bit about that and how we worked through that. Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, so with my property manager, um, I had had some concerns getting, um, you know, with the property manager being re responsive um, and answering my emails and questions and 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 going to look at some other properties because, you know, that's that's your quarterback, right? That's that's your guy on the ground, your guy or, or, or gal on the ground who's um, running the show for you to, to make your business truly a passive um, business. And so, um, so I, I emailed um, Dustin and set up a, a coaching call, and say, you know, hey, you know, I'm not getting um, a, a, a good response from my property manager, and um, and I was like, I was, I almost fired him, <laughs> um, but um, so, so, but Dustin said, well, you know, um, well, let's, well, let's look at it some more. Let's, let's, um, let, why don't you talk to him first, and and figure out what's going on. And, um, and, 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 and let's see if you get a better response and definitely have a backup. So I got a backup property manager, talked to the property manager, let him know. Um, part of the reason was me. So part of the reason I had the wrong number, <laughs> I don't know how I had the wrong number for him. <laughs> so you're calling, uh, why is this guy not answering my calls? Yes. <laughs> so I had the wrong number. Um, and then, uh, then I also let him know how important it is for me for him to um to to really like be my eyes on the ground and um and he co he completely understood and he actually gave me his personal cell phone number too and he we were able really it were, we were really um able to work it out so i think i think we made the best choice um by by talking to the property manager first and you know with me being a new investor too you know just to make sure that i'm I, i'm not overreacting you know obviously it's my first property and um you know I'm, i want to make sure it's successful so um so we were able to um talk with each other and and work things out and i mean he's great i actually um closed my second property with him since he has a real estate license as well and he's been very very active in helping me find um properties so um, it turned out to be a really, really good relationship, and that's, I mean, that's one of the things that um, that you mentioned, Dustin. Is is this is a, a business that we that we build relationships in? Yeah, we sure do. And I love that you learned um, that the number one, the property managers, they're our quarterbacks. There's somebody that we absolutely count on and must be able to trust. I also love that. So there's inside the course, I talk about hiring slow. And you and I worked through a bunch of different property managers. And I said, you know, you're the one talking to them. So you have to know personality wise and, you know, if they sound genuine and stuff like that on the phone, but on paper, the, you know, these are my thoughts. And so you settle on this one. And so we did a lot of work or you did the majority of the work settling on one. But I do love that you also, the second part of hiring slow, the second part is fire fast. Like if somebody's starting to steal from you or they're not working out, get rid of them. Even though I'm for that, when you came this way, I'm, I'm ready to fire him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, easy. Like, <laughs> let's see, let's, because a lot of it was through texting or email or, you know, you had the wrong phone number or something. Let's literally talk to them on the phone. If you literally cannot talk to them on the phone, then we need to figure that out. But it was really great that you were like, okay, I'm glad you're ready to fire them right away because if you have a bad property manager, you got to get rid of them right away. But we need to make sure that we have a bad property manager first. And just for me, in the through the coaching call, was like it doesn't seem like we've done everything we need to do to make sure. So I'm really, really glad because as we were uh, vetting property managers, 
I, I really thought this was going to be a really good one. So it was a little confusing for me. And it made sense when you had the wrong phone number. <laughs> but there was, also <laughs> another, there was also another thing that now you are absolutely going to do this right 100% of the time. I think you put in the wrong bank account information. <laughs> so you weren't getting your draft. Sorry to bring it up. It's a sore subject. But <laughs> hey. that was another thing. You were like, I haven't got my money. I'm going to fire him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about that. Oh, so I know it's a little rough. But hey, that's something to look back now. And you're never going to do that again, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no. And I'm glad you brought it up. You know, I, I made, you know, some of the mistakes. Um, and, you know, we make mistakes sometimes. But um, but I hope, you know, by us sharing this mistake, it can help other people not to make those crazy mistakes that I made. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think with a property manager, so this was a bigger company. So, so I dealt. They have a they have a property manager or the owner who 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 um who um talks to people, you know, who finds you know different landlords and then pass you off to other property managers. So that's one of the one of the areas where we had that disconnect as well. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, we we got that rented. Now let's move on because now you are looking at, you had a certain amount of money. We don't need to talk about how much money you had, but you had a, a certain amount of money that you've saved up your 401k and other things like that. And now you're having to get a little more creative because you're buying, you're having three properties in two months. Like you got, you're sorry, three units. So you have one property, that's a duplex and one single family home. And so you're moving really, really quick. So you basically have three doors that are making money for you, which is great. And now you're getting close to the end of exhausting how much cash you actually have on hand to get mortgages, down payments and all that sort of stuff. And so now you're thinking, you know what? I still, I love real estate. I love rental properties. I got to get more. How can I get creative? And a lot of people that get started, I was in the same boat where I thought, okay, you get a prop or sorry, you get a, a mortgage broker and a realtor and you put them together and you get a property. That's it. Like you just pay a down payment, you get a mortgage and you get a property. There's so many other ways. Now this next deal, you're actually utilizing some other funds and you're, so talk just a little bit about this next deal that you, the second property that you're getting. Okay. You, well, you've already closed on it. So the yes. second property that you've already closed on. Yes. Yeah, so second property that I closed on, uh, man, this was, this was one of those that was like really, um, a really, really good deal, um, man. So uh, the property was worth about around like 60,000. They had it listed for around there. And and I think I, I, I told Dustin, um, you know, I want to offer 50 on it. And then so Dustin was like, why don't you start at 47 or 48? And somehow, um, so somehow I, um, I put in the offer um, and I thought I put it at 48. But uh, and, and it got accepted. But I ended up putting it at forty five, and it got accepted. So I was <laughs> able to get this property with like fifteen thousand dollars in equity just up front. So that was just mind blowing. Like uh, my real estate agent was like, I I'm surprised they said yes. <laughs> well, let me. So I re, I rem, I specifically remember this because it was just so fun that it, it worked out this way. So you were originally at um, uh, fifty thousand. I said come in at forty seven and forty eight thousand, and you put in forty five thousand, not really remembering that you put it in. And so this is something you're also going to do. Make sure you know how much you're on <laughs> everyone. But here's what's interesting: the seller came back and said to you, well. I'm going to counter. I want to counter your offer and ask 50 or something like that. And I said, well, you know what? You know, I asked you a couple of questions like, well, how much is it going to cost to fix up, blah, blah, blah. And I, I literally said, well, I think you could literally just say, no, I don't accept. This is my offer stands. And you thought it was 47 or 48. And you went back to him and said, 
no, my offer stands at, and you didn't know it was 45. It stands at 45. They said, yes, they were just trying to test the waters and see if you're able to come up. You said, no, I'm firm at 45. You didn't know that. But anyways, it came out that it absolutely was $45,000 as opposed to what was it? 60. And so you're getting a screaming deal. Yes, on this <laughs> that was just amazing. <laughs> that that was a that was a good mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a very very good mistake. And yeah. I honestly, I I've literally done that myself. Um, I I don't remember exactly like every single detail, but when yeah. you were telling me that story, I was like, I've done that before. <laughs> like I I left in an offer at much lower, and I forgot because I was putting on offers on different properties. I left the offer lower. And they came back and said, hey, can you adjust it or something like that? I said, no, it's going to stay because I thought it was higher. And yeah. it came back right. <laughs> awesome. So now talk to us a little bit about the the funding. How are you getting funding for this next deal? All right. So you talk. So like the third property. Third third, property. No, no, third, no. This property. So we have it for 45 uh-huh. and we have, you know, we have the appraisal. It doesn't come back as high as we hope, mm-hmm. um, but we know we're going to get great cash flow because that's all we care about. But yep. how are you actually getting to buy, you know, the, the money, hard money, mm-hmm. your, you know, all that sort of stuff? Yes. Yes. So this deal. Um, so I closed this deal with um, hard money and a down payment. Um, and the plan is to, um, refinance it within, um, within three months. Um, I want to get out the hard money, um, loan as soon as possible because the interest is much higher. And, um, so my plan is to do a cash out refinance. Um, but before we went into hard money loan, one of the things that Dustin told me was make sure you have lenders, um, who, who would do a cash out refinance. And so, so I searched up, I got, I, I mean, I call around probably at least 20 different lenders, and so I have about uh, three or five um, who um, who are willing to do it, and I'm sure there's more out there too. So, um, so the next step is for me to start um, calling them up and and um, quickly get it out of the um, uh, out of the hard money and into a um, traditional 30-year fixed mortgage. Yeah, and that's great because hard money is it costs a little bit of money to get hard money, but you wouldn't have the property unless you did. And obviously negotiating, you saved a ton of money so that you make up a lot of difference. So people get a little scared at hard money, but it's really not that bad. We just need to make sure that we have a plan to get out of the hard money, um, getting in and getting out. We wouldn't have the property if we did it. Now, talk to us a little about, there was one property that you had to pass on. It was gonna be a fantastic deal, but the deed didn't look very good. This is one that as we're walking, working together, I'm like, I wouldn't do this if I were you. And you did it, so oh, talk yes. to us about that. Yes, so that was right before this uh, really, really great deal. And, and by the way, you know the, the, the amount of equity I got on that, um, um, the second deal I close will pay for that hard money and and still you know make make I'll still be be um, on the positive side. But before that deal, um, there was another deal. Um, it looked like a great deal, a, a really really good home in a good area. Screaming and deal, like it was. They were going to be making like twenty thirty thousand dollars in equity. It looked great. It was awesome. Yes, I would have been making yes at least uh, I think around yeah thirty thousand dollars in equity. Um, and passive income would have been like almost four hundred dollars, three fifty four. Yeah, it, around, was a, it was like around three fifty. Yep, so it it was just awesome, and um, the owner was very friendly, and um, so I got got him uh, got a really really good deal from him, and and was able to build a good relationship with him, um, and um, so as I got it um, under contract, and um, uh, uh, hired my t- title company to run the title title report and 
um, the the title came back to, um, cloudy, so with judgments on it, um, and the owner was unwilling to get it cleared. Um, so it's it's there may, there may have been some other family members who had interest in the property. I don't know. But I, I shared it with Dustin and Dustin was pretty much, you know, I'm just going to paraphrase it, but he pretty much told me to run away. <laughs> Absolutely. On top of that, he was only going to do a um, a quick claim or quit claim deed. Like basically, just yep. give up all his rights to you. And he's like, oh, this will be good enough. This will be good. Just a quick claim deed is going to be fine. And I'm like, whoa, Charles, pull the brakes. Pull yep. the brakes. Number one is cloudy. Number two, he's not giving you a warranty deed, making sure that you are like he's warranting that the title's clear and everything. Yep. And you said, well, you know, he's giving me a good deal at $50,000 or, you know, whatever the price was. And I said, man, I would sell something I don't own for $50,000. Absolutely. <laughs> I would be happy to do that. <laughs> and so I was like, you do not want, I know a lot of people might be okay with, with, um, I guess, Testing the waters, or not, that's not the right way to say it, um, the risk of having a cloudy title or buying something with a cloudy, cloudy title. In this business, I make sure as best I can, almost 99% positive, I'm going to make money and have a safe uh, property, safe investment. This was not going to be anywhere near that. It's going to make a lot of money, but I probably won't even be able to rent it out. So what's the point of having it? So I, I try to make sure everything is as clean as possible and as soon as you said he he will not do a warranty deed and it's a cloudy title i said we don't mess with that we literally don't mess with that let's run there's gonna be plenty of other deals i know this looks great but imagine just throwing like literally burning fifty thousand dollars that's what this could be that's true that that is i'm glad i'm glad um we um got rid of that and moved on yeah, and now you're so happy with this next property. I mean, yes. you're, you're being diligent. You're finding more properties, and you're knowing what good properties look like. And so um, with a lot of my students, it's really, hey, can you look at this, this property? Can you look at this property? But first thing I always tell them is, and you're going to know this answer because I always say, what does your property manager say? Because I'm not That's the expert. Right. I can tell you that, hey, the numbers look good, but I have no clue about the area unless I literally invest there. Um, if your property manager comes back and says, like, hey, this is a great area. Hey, this is um, the, 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 this price for rent is what you can effectively get and you can keep it rented. Like if we have all this great information that property managers will give us, then we can make wise decisions. So now you have two properties. You have the one property manager working on it. Now you're looking for another property and you're also looking for investors. You're also getting people to say, hey, I really like Charles, number one. You know, he's a nice guy. Number two, He's investing. Number three, I have money. I want to invest. Let's put all that together and maybe have him invest with us. Talk to us a little about you finding other people to actually give you or lend you money to buy more properties. Yes. So, um, so I had to, uh, like Dustin mentioned, my cash was uh, getting real low after um, after closing on um, the first two deals, and so um, my I. I Hi, hey, I'm an investor with a side job, right? So Amen, I, I, have, I, I have to figure out a way to keep on investing, and so, so, so I, um, I thought about um, private money, and so I've been doing some research on on private money and um, how um, you could essentially um, uh, create a win-win situation with um, someone who wants to um, loan you money. And you pay them interest rather than paying the bank back. And so I did a lot of research on, on what that would look like. And um, happened to, to go to a REA meeting that was on that topic. 
And so I told Dustin, I said, hey, you know, I want to schedule our next coaching call um, to, to, to brainstorm and, and come up with ways uh, that, that we can do this. And so before the coaching call, I really wanted to do my homework and be serious about it. So I, I put together a slideshow presentation on it and, and email it to Dustin. We went through it and um, Dustin was able to help me um, really, really um, um, bring out um, the, the, the information in the slides to focus it more on how can we, how can we add value to the person who's, who's loaning the money. Obviously, it's going to be a win-win, but we were able to work together and, and really, really um, come up with a good slide. And so now I I, I'll be using it to um, um, just to educate people about real estate and to help them build their wealth and create a win-win situation for me as well. So that's the point I'm at right now in, is, is raising private funds to invest in real estate. And um, again, I'm an investor with a side job. So that's my way to continue be, being an investor at this time. Absolutely. And the more people that you and I and everybody tell that we're investors, that we are successful investors that make money without working with real estate, more people are really, they're like, wow, number one, how can I do it? Or how can I invest with you? But they're curious because a lot of people like, they're like, well, you will get, I would say 20% of the people will be like, oh, good for you. And then move on. But literally for me, like 80% of the people, oh, really? How do you do that? And I have a laundry list of people that say, when you are going to take on money to invest, I want to give you my money to invest as long as I, you know, obviously get take part of the deal. Now, there's two different, actually, there's plenty of different ways to do it. But a couple of different ways that come to mind when you're getting investors is one, you get a loan from them, which I prefer because they don't get any equity. You're just paying them like a bank, which is great. Or there's also giving them equity where they, you're buying a property and they get a portion of that. And so that, that's something that we are definitely working through. But now what is the next type of, I mean, is it a duplex again? What's, what's the next property that you're going after now? Is it a single family home duplex? Is it a very similar, similar area and all that stuff? Uh, very, very similar. So, um, I actually, um, I actually have uh, two, uh, deals right now that I'm looking at. Um, one is a duplex and one is a single family home. Very, very similar to the ones that I have right now. And, um, so one of the things I want to do is, um, um, find, um, investors, who are uh, willing to build their wealth through um, through this um, deal with me, and um, and then obviously I go through the whole process of it's already you know ran through my property managers and I ran it through Dustin, and so so yeah I have very very similar deals I'm looking at so I'm right now the focus is to stay you know looking at duplexes, uh, single family homes, uh, I'd entertain a triplex as well. And just kind of, you know, build my portfolio with that until I'm ready to move on to something bigger, like an impart, like an apartment complex. I got a big question for you. Are you saving the money that you're making from these properties to buy your next property? Absolutely. So, um, um, so yes, I did say I have a side job. My side job pays me very well. Um, so, um, or well enough to live off of at least. So I don't need to touch my um, my rental income. So I'm, I'm 100%, um, uh, investing all of my profits, um, from my, from my, um, current rental units. Yeah, that's, 
exactly the right way to go. It becomes a bigger and bigger snowball that as you're rolling down the mountain, it gets faster and bigger and faster and bigger. And every property that you get is going to make it so much easier to buy that next property. Soon enough, you're going to have 10, 15 properties. Like, man, I can't, I can't not buy a property every couple months. You know, I just have to keep buying properties and it just keeps getting bigger and better and better. So I love that. And, and, um, it was, it was great. Like we were coming out towards the end of our coaching, uh, the, the coaching period that we normally have. And you said, man, I got to stay with you. Like, let's, let's do another coaching uh, period because I either make money or save money to uh, well above what you're actually charging for. And so I really appreciate you. I, I just love being on this, uh, track with you or being walking with you down this path because it's so much fun. It's like I'm doing it all over again. I'm seeing all these wins that you're doing it and how it's literally changing you and changing your lifestyle. It's I just I love it. It's really, really fun for me. Now, I want to know about your book. And you're also thinking about writing another book. But talk to us about your book that you have. Yes. Yeah, so um, so I actually wrote a book um, called Journey to Success, Defy the Odds and Realize Your Dreams. And uh, it talks about my journey coming to the U.S. Uh, from the Bahamas um, on a one-way airplane ticket in hopes of fulfilling my dreams of becoming a civil engineer. And so, you know, I, I didn't have the money to come to the U.S. Um, a lot of people, so I grew up in the, in the Bahamas on the islands. A lot of people never even left the island or went from one end to the other. So that was a big thing for someone coming from the islands. And um, so I went through a lot. My faith grew during that time. I went through a lot of struggles not knowing how I was going to pay for my classes, um, almost being, almost getting kicked out from school. Um, it was just a, a huge struggle and a, and a, and a very, very, very um, uh, important part of my life that grew me as a person. And uh, when people heard my story of how I came on a one-way ticket and, you know, they thought, I, first of all, they thought I was crazy <laughs> for doing it. And then number two, they thought it was like, wow, this is so amazing and so inspiring and like Dustin keeps on saying, if you can do it, I can do it. And so um, then, um, you know, a lot of people told me to, you know, you should write a book. I'm like, write a book. I, 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 I probably won't do that. And but anyway, um, I ended up writing a book, and and it, it does uh, really well. And and um, and um, I'm writing um, a second book. So I've, I'm done with the rough draft. It's going through the editing uh, phase right now. And, um, and this book will, um, will also um, help people to um, achieve their dreams, but it's more focused on um, after, after college. And so, um, so the book will help um, people overcome the fears um, of um, the real world, per se. Um, so so it helps people in that transition phase. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about real estate in the book as well. Um, but it's, 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 um, I don't want to share too much about it cause it's still a work in progress, but it's, uh, I think it's going to be a really, really, really good book. That's going to add a lot of value. And just thinking of getting a one way ticket from where you live and say, I'm going to make it, you know, whether or not I have a plan, I don't have a plan to come back. Like I'm burning the bridges as I go. I just keep, I'm going to keep trudging forward and look at where you're at now. Praise the Lord. You're doing so well. I, I love being on this path with you and even being able to pray with you and everything. It's just, it's a terrific, terrific time. Now, do you have a website that somebody can go and check out anything about you and check out your book? Like how, I'll definitely put links inside the show notes. So everybody, if you go into the description of this uh, podcast, or if you're watching that on YouTube, I'll have the description to get his book as well. But um, Charles, do you have like a website or anywhere that somebody can reach out to you? 
Uh, yeah, so um, so I actually have um, um, a website called smartcollegeguide.com. Um, not not guy like G-U-I, but G-U-I-D-E, smartcollegeguide.com. Um, and that's more of a give back project for me to help students because, um, you know, a lot of people help me. And, you know, I'm being helped right now through this real estate journey. And so that's my way to give back and help students get through that phase. Um, you can find information about my book on there. You can also find find out uh, you can go directly to Amazon.com and, and also find my book on there too, Journey to Success. Man, I love it. Man, Charles, you've given us so much great insights. And I personally just really enjoy our friendship and being able to work together through this. So, Charles, you've been fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to share if anybody's wanting to get started and getting into real estate investing? What would you what advice would you give them? Oh, man, I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> I thought about that. So I've, I've been thinking about that all week. Um, but I just, you know, I think it just it centers around three things. Um, and the three things is is um, mindset, um, you know, just having the right mindset, um, taking action and going after the results you want. So mindset, again, one of the biggest things that Dustin helps us with mindset is to tell yourself I'm an investor with a side job. I literally had Alexa when I started off in my, um, I had Alexa remind me that every morning, you yeah. know, so every morning, <laughs> you know, Alexa would wake me up and say, I'm an investor with a side job. I'm an investor yes. with a side job. <laughs> so, awesome. I, so I had to kind of like, you know, brainwash myself with that. And so, so just getting yourself in the right mindset um, because, you know, a lot of times we, we grew up and we, we um, were made up of all the things we've learned when we um, were younger. And when, you, when you're getting into the real estate, you really have to put yourself, yourself in that right mindset and be humble enough to learn and grow. And then um, the second thing is taking action. So your dreams and your plans are meaningless if you don't take action. Uh, T. Harv Ecker, he, he says, action beats an action. So taking action with the information that, you know, of course, be wise, build a business first, like Dustin always say, but take action. Once you've built your business and learn the steps that you need to take, take action. And once you, um, once you um, get in the right mindset and take action, then um, you're, that's, you're, you're, the right action with the right mindset will lead to great results. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to see the results out of uh, my real estate business. Again, I'm mind blown, you know, from the time I got the first property, three months with two properties and three rental units. So three, three months and three rental units. It's, it's so, so amazing to see that, but none of that could happen if I didn't get in the right mindset and take action. So I say that to you, get in the right mindset, take action and get the results you want to live the dream life you, you want. Man, that's great, Charles. Those are some brilliant, brilliant stuff. And I, I think everybody absolutely should be reading your book. And when Charles mentions the thought that we're an investor with a side job, most people, and I absolutely fell in this trap or this thought that if somebody says, hey, hey, Dustin, nice to meet you. What do you do? You're basically, what do you put value in for yourself? Right? Tell me about what you value about yourself. I would just say, Oh, I work for the county government. I do X, Y, I do IT for the county government. I would just offhand just say what I do for a job, my J-O-B. But then when I realized that 
my job is not what I get my value from. My value is from my God, is from my wife and my kids, myself. That's where I give value. And so I was able to change my perspective to say, now I am an investor with a side job that even though 100% of my money make it is made from the government, from my side job that I had, even though 100% of the money, that's still my side job. I'm an investor. And so getting that mindset change, now you're literally telling everybody, right, Charles, you're telling everybody, I'm an investor. And then you have opportunities open up because this new change in you. So Charles, I, I love working with you. I'm so super glad that you got to be on the this, this show so that everybody else as well can see the success that you have. You're just a normal guy, just like us, like your next door neighbor. Like this yep. is great. Anybody and absolutely everybody can do this. So Charles, thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you for having me. All right, man. You take care. You take care, man. Talk to you soon. Oh, man. That was amazing. I absolutely love working with Charles. He is such a hard worker. And that's the reason why he's already have in three months, already have three units, a single family home and a duplex, all making him money. He's already moving on to the next property. You absolutely can and should do this as well, just like Charles has. I want you to get started. Text that word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. I will get you my free real estate investing course right to you so you can get started and you can get into real estate investing. All right, guys, you are fantastic. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Master Passive Income Show. I will see you next week.